think it can happen to you. To the hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, Facebook, DistractedDB, and you're listening to this show, you probably already know, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. If you're new to the show, welcome. Glad you're here. Let me give you a quick brief on what happened to me back in 2010, 2011. When I hit the ground while I was riding my motorcycle doing 65 miles an hour on the 91 freeway out here in Southern California, when a distracted driver was on her cell phone weaving from one lane to another, and then she tried to make a a lane change into the left, and I was in that lane. When she realized that I was only inches away from her, she jerked her car, her wheel, over to the right, overcompensated, almost hit the car on her right-hand side, swerved back over into my lane, hitting me. Therefore, I hit the ground doing 65 miles an hour. And like in the opening says, I'm a walking sigler. I'm glad to be alive. Although there are a lot more people that have less crash, you know, impact in a crash that are no longer here. And today's show is, you know, I dedicated this season to the season of hope. Hope that when we get back through this pandemic, that things will go right. Things will be more mature. Things will, you know, go to a calmer America, a calmer place. That was my vision. That was my my quest for this year, a, a season of hope. But apparently that's not true. It's not happening, but I'm still going to continue with my theme this year. I'm not going to change it up. I'm going to stick with what got me here. I'm going to stay with the season of hope. And of course, you know, several things happen. And you find... You find people just driving as if nothing's going wrong. They speed up and down the road. They're on their cell phones. They're texting and driving. They're eating. They're tailgating. They're doing whatever they can do. And and I thought about this, and I might be wrong about this, but 
I was listening to another radio show somewhere. Uh, who am I kidding? It was here in Southern California. And they were talking about, well, they were talking about the fact that, you know, with everybody staying home the way they are, the way they have been, and how this COVID just seems to make everybody on edge. One minute they're depressed, one minute they're angry, everybody's short-fused, everybody just don't care, they're own in their own little world. And that's what I find more and more. I drive up and down the road uh, here in California on the, on the 15 freeway to 91, and I pray every day that I don't end up getting killed. And it's true because the way people drive, they're tailgating you. Now, look, out here in California on a 15 freeway, I'll tell you the truth. The speed limit is 70 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour. I'm doing 70. I'm telling you right now, I do 70, 75. And I got people blowing by me like I'm standing still. And even if you're in the slowest lane doing 70, 75, People are riding your bumper like they want you to get off on a shoulder just to get out of their freaking way. I am so tired of that. You can't go any more to the right because you're going to be off in the shoulder, probably puncturing your tire, losing control of your car, and, and end up either, one, killing yourself, if not getting hurt. I'm finding a problem with that. And I have been talking with the California Highway Patrol about that. And they're looking into it. And as long as they keep looking into it, and I'm good with that because I believe them. I can tell you this for sure. Um, you know, it, it's just sad. It's just sad that we're in a state, we're in a state the way we are. I mean, for any amount of reason, we're just too crazy. It's just we're just too crazy, and uh, quite honestly, I, I just don't see it. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Today is my first show that I have a feature within my show. Thought about it myself. Actually, a couple of people kind of hinted how come I don't put this into a feature where I, I put something together about this. And, you know, from each week to each week, each show, each show, I always talk about the top story... Now, the top story from the previous show, or whether it's last Sunday, because to tell you the truth, it's been seven days since I did a show, and normally I do two a week. I just, with everything that's been going on, I just felt so down, so depressed, so withdrawn myself, uh, and it just sucks the life out of me, and I just got to remember, look, you're doing this for a reason. And there's people that are counting on you, listening to the show, and I appreciate that. And I'm getting more and more followers on Facebook, and I'm getting more and more followers on Twitter, and I appreciate that. Again, you can follow me at Distracted Drivers Busted DD. Oh, man. I See, I just messed that up myself, man. <laughs> like, I was hoping to go through today's show without a mistake. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. That'll be the Twitter handle. You want to follow me there. I appreciate that. Uh, usually once a month, I get all the new followers. I say, hey, thanks for following me. I publicize that, letting them know, hey, thanks for following me on Twitter. Um, okay, also a little bit of good news because we don't have very much you know, good news nowadays. I've been practicing 
with this uh, video thing, uh, doing a quick segment, quick five, six, seven minute hit maybe. Uh, I think I'm going to try to do one. Okay, what's, this is, Mar let's say by March 1st, or the first weekend in March. I think that's March 6th, I believe. I'm not really sure, but I'm going to shoot for that date there. Let me look here and see if I can find it on my calendar. When is, so March 6th. I will go ahead and try to put together a short hit. Either one, I'll post it on uh, Twitter, and two, I'll let everyone know how to find me on my um, my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, and I don't have my the name of it in front of me right now, but I will let everyone know how to find my videos there. I think about a five, six, seven-minute hit each and every week, maybe twice a week. Uh, it's not bad at all. I get bored a little bit now that there's no real good sports on. I don't really watch a lot of basketball. I watch football. So once that kind of ends, that gives me more free time. But today is the first day that we have this coming up. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right. And that is the new opening I have for that uh, top story from the previous show. And a lot of people are probably thinking that I'm going to use Bruce Springsteen. But, whoa, 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 let's hold off a little bit. I received more about the Navy veteran, the mixologist, out there in Arizona and how a wrong-way driver took his life. And again, this story comes from ABC15 out there in Arizona. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. They killed a 31-year-old man this week along the I-10 near Chandler Boulevard. The victim, a Navy veteran and popular member of the ba Valley's bar and cocktail community, ABC 15's Mike Pelton in Chandler at one of the places he worked. And Mike, a very sad day for his friends and coworkers. Well, we've learned the victim of the wrong way crash. In his personal life, Bobby Kramer was a father. In his professional life, he was the food and beverage director here at the Brickyard downtown in Chandler. Those we talked to say he was well-known and well-liked. Bobby was a light. He definitely brought positivity and joy into everything he did. Kirti Duavetti got to know Bobby Kramer through the cocktail community, both professionally and personally, able to call him a friend. He has been a friend and a mentor to many of us just through the way he lived his life as well as deliberately helping, you know, the younger generation of, of bartenders. Flowers left out front of the Brickyard downtown. We're told Bobby was also the food and beverage director for Hidden House, both in Chandler. Bobby consistently had a smile, was always there with a helping hand. According to DPS, Bobby hit by a wrong way driver along the I-10 near Chandler Boulevard in the very early hours of Wednesday morning. The wrong way driver, a 25-year-old woman, injured, but she survived. Impairment suspected in the crash. So you're going to have a couple too many drinks, and, and that's fine, but make sure you don't get behind the wheel. A memorial fund on Facebook already raising nearly $40,000 to help his family. I'm told Bobby leaves behind a wife and two-year-old son. The way he spoke about his Wife and son, I mean, you could feel the pride and the, and the love that he felt for them. And to see that that's just gone is very hard to wrap our heads and our hearts around. 
As for the suspect in this case, DPS tells us she's still in the hospital, thus her name has not yet been released. In Chandler tonight, Mike Pelton, ABC 15, Arizona. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that's the top story from the previous show again. And thanks to Desiree Batista, which I had reached out to her to see if I can get her to voice that. So she voiced it for me, and I appreciate that. And again, uh, that was the top story from the previous week. All right, when we come back, yeah, the wrong way drivers take out a music man. A mobile musician was killed in Mississippi because of a wrong-way driver. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car! Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, on Facebook, it's 
distracted DB. And also my ringer's going off, so somebody must be visiting my studios. Uh, we'll close that off and cut out that sound. Uh, all right. At least you all know that I have ring at my uh, studio, so if anybody's approaching, uh, I can uh, identify them. And uh, speaking of identifying people, it would be nice if we can identify the driver that ended up taking out a mobile musician man who was killed in Mississippi, and his band members are speaking out. And the name of the band is The Plastic Weekend. The Plastic Weekend. The Singers. And that was their band. And this is the sound. And again, this story comes from CBS 5, and it's WKRG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Another wrong way wreck takes the life of a local musician. The Mississippi Highway Patrol reports Marcus Baggins was headed east on Highway 98 Sunday, about an hour outside of Mobile, when another car going the wrong way hit his. Dana Winter joins us live on US 98 tonight. And Dana, you spoke with his bandmates today. I did, Peter. They tell me they're still in shock over what happened on US 98. They had just been with him a few hours before the crash. <laughs> that was not a moment hanging out with Marcus where he wasn't either getting cracked up or cracking us up or just being happy in general. He was he always had a smile on his face. You can hear Marcus's infectious laugh for yourself. He was the singer for Plastic Weekend. We're best friends, and, you know, Marcus was a part of that. And I think that he uh, he definitely brought something to the group that uh, you, you just can't replace. Corey's known Marcus for the last five years. He says the band was filming in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. One of our up, our next music videos that we were going to put out um, the night before. So we were together a handful of hours before the accident. Me and Zach left and went home and everything was great till I woke up the next morning and I got a call from his family and uh, they told us what happened. Yeah, I, I'd heard about it from, from Corey. And I mean, it's just one of those things that it, it's so hard to say and there there's no reaction to it that is like, it's just pure shock. I think we're still all in shock really. There will be a celebration of life for Marcus this Saturday at Three Circle Church in Fairhope. Reporting live in Mobile, I'm Dana Winter for WKRG News 5. All right, and again, that's a CBS 5, News 5, out there in Mississippi, WKRG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But I got to tell you, though, these, this has got to stop. Look, these guys are trying to make a living. These guys are a band trying to make a living. They just got done filming some stuff. They go home, and then one of them doesn't make it home because of a wrong-way driver, and they're not notified until the next morning. Not only does it rip a band apart, they're friends, not to mention how many families now have been affected by this, not to mention the perpetrator. The perpetrator's life, although one can't really say for sure, if, if that person even cares. They probably don't care. But there's a problem here. Are we not listening, America? Are we not listening to what's going on? We want to talk about all these other things that seems to be a problem in, in America. You can point fingers at this, that, this, or that. But nobody's talking about what's happening here.
distracted drivers. Remember, when you're behind the web, you're behind the vehicle, that is a weapon. That is a two or three ton weapon. And you don't even realize it. That's the saddest part of all. You guys just go along your merrily, merrily way, thinking that it's all nice and good. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. When we come back, another pursuit out here near San Diego. Out here in San Diego, three injured. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back. Woo. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBuster.com, the podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter. At DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course Facebook, DistractedDB. You're listening to the show you already know, but please let other people know about this show. Pass on this information to other people. All right? iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. All right, here real quick is a story out in San Diego, Fox News 5, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, and three people injured during or just shortly after or about a police pursuit. Good evening. A busy night of breaking news on this Friday. A pursuit that started in Lemon Grove ends in a bad wreck in Spring Valley that sent at least three people to the hospital. Fox 5's Kasha Gorgic just arrived on scene and joins us live with what we know. Kasha. Yeah, good evening, Kathleen. We're here at Hamishaw Road and Sweetwater Road, and we believe that pursuit was involving a potential stolen vehicle, as you mentioned, beginning in Lemon Grove, ending here in Spring Valley. As far as accidents go, certainly 
one of the worst I've seen. Uh, take a look around, just wreckage everywhere here. You can see a lot of the things that have kind of flown out of the vehicles that were involved. We know uh, multiple vehicles were involved in this crash here that ended at this intersection. I see at least three from where we're at. Um, and just by the looks of the cars, you can see just how serious of a crash this was. As you mentioned, we know at least three people were taken to the hospital. Uh, we believe the suspect vehicle may have had two people in it. I talked to some witnesses here who say they saw one of the suspects come out of the car uh, with their hands up, and they may be one of the people who were taken to the hospital. And a second person uh, was also taken out of a sheriff's car with handcuffs on, also put onto a stretcher. So at least two uh, people that may have been in the suspect vehicle that I know of, and you're just seeing another person uh, being walked over to that paramedic vehicle as well with their hands behind their back, uh, potentially detained or just being questioned. Um, multiple ambulances here on scene, lots of people here in this intersection, uh, gas station, grocery store, um, you know, fast food restaurants. This has created definitely um, quite the scene here this evening just for people passing by who might live in the area. I've talked to a lot of people who live nearby, who saw what was going on and just came over, uh, who heard what happened from far away. Again, just looking out here, uh, the scene really tells the story, Kathleen. Lots of things all over the ground, glass, um, items like shoes, hats, mail, just scattered all over the floor here. Um, we haven't had a chance to speak to investigators. Obviously, this is a very, very active scene right now, Kathleen. But um, certainly, you can imagine that the Sheriff's Department, Fire Department investigators will be here for several hours this evening. Yes, the size and scope of that scene, just the debris scattered and the wreckage itself uh, looks devastating, Kasha. I know you'll update us as soon as you get fresh information on what is a very fresh accident scene. All right, again, that was Fox 5 News out in San Diego. I mean, I just don't even know where to go anymore with these kind of stories. Uh, High-speed pursuits, possible stolen car. I understand that they're trying to get away, but... There's more to than just getting arrested for that uh, stolen car. You could potentially kill people, as I mentioned before in the past, and I'm going to keep continuing to mention it. I just don't know. I just don't know. All right, now we're going to turn to a story that where I say, as somebody in one's position that this guy was in at one time should understand about drinking and driving. Now, I don't know how many of you know Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon was a baseball player, former all-star outfielder uh, for the Boston uh, Red Sox, New York Yankees, and maybe one or two other teams. I'm not really sure on how many teams. But I can tell you this. On Friday, or I think Thursday, he was arrested for DUI. The former big leaguer... Outfielder Johnny Damon was arrested in Florida around 8 a.m. in the morning for various charges, including driving under the influence, resisting arrest, of course, without violence, per the Associated Press and news sources. Okay, so therefore, I have a clip here. I've gotten several different places that have got news clips. There's three different stories here. One of them is the announcement, and it comes from, uh, I think it comes from 
New 6 WKMG, and also YouTube. Two of them are two different stories talking about him getting arrested. The other is actually when he leaves the jail after he pulls bond. And listen to his comments. I think they're enlightening. A tough Friday for Johnny Damon. The former Red Sox player was arrested for a DUI early this morning. The 47-year-old was pulled over in the Orlando area and his blood alcohol level was, quote, greater than or equal to 0.20. Damon was arrested and booked on multiple charges, one of those charges being resisting arrest without violence. Former Major League Baseball star arrested in Orange County, Johnny Damon, a retired player and Orlando native, was booked into jail early this morning on a DUI charge. And we just learned his wife was also arrested. New Six's Amanda Castro has more from the Orange County Jail now. Amanda? Yes, Bridget and Justin, we just got the arrest report from Windermere Police detailing what exactly happened early this morning. He is here in jail. Damon is booked in jail on a DUI charge, and we learned his blood alcohol limit level was nearly four times the legal limit. Now, we want to pull up the new mug shots we just received for Damon and his wife, Michelle Mangan Damon. She's also facing charges. Police say early this morning they spotted Damon's car in Windermere. Investigators say that they saw him drifting through the lanes multiple times, at one point almost hitting a guardrail. Police say they pulled him over and asked him how much he had been drinking, and the report says Damon told officers, quote, just a little bit. Officers say during the traffic stop, his wife refused to stay in the car, and according to the report, while police were trying to restrain her, her husband stepped in, and both of them ended up getting into a struggle with the officer. The report says Damon took a field sobriety test and a couple breathalyzers while he was in custody. At one point, one of those breathalyzers coming back at an alcohol level of 3%, again, nearly four times the legal limit in Florida. Damon was arrested and charged with DUI and resisting an officer. His wife is charged with battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest. Now, we have got here live at the jail. Uh, Damon and his wife could be released at any moment. We will be here waiting for when that happens to ask him if they have anything they want to say about these charges. And we'll bring you the very latest starting on News 6 at 4. Reporting live at the Orange County Jail, Amanda Castro getting results. News 6. Hey, Johnny, how you doing? Oh, well, not really good. I mean, jail sucks. Handcuffs are worse. But, uh... uh what's that? Oh, yeah. Jail's horrible. Yeah. Jail's... And what do you have to say to your fans? Oh, uh, well, hey, I... Hey, no comment. I... You gotta go. Yeah. 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 I, I know. What do you have I, to say to your fans? I, I really can't say much because it's an ongoing thing, but I will never put myself, my loved ones, or anybody in harm's way getting behind a vehicle. I... I'm always accountable for my actions, and um, we'll see what happens uh, soon. But I will be honest with you, and always be accountable, and like I said, I would never um, put myself, or loved ones, or anybody in harm's way getting behind the, the wheel of, of a vehicle. So I apologize, and hopefully I can get more questions later on. Why you apologize to your fans and your, your wife? She she was arrested too. Oh, yeah, you know, um, you know, that's something else I can't talk about because she should not have been with me and um, to everybody, I was at my house, you know? So um, I'll answer questions later on and I apologize, I can't go forward. Thank you, thank you for thank telling you. us, talking to us, Johnny. You know what? Yes. 
All right, now he kind of walks away. And again, that story came from News 6 WKMG, along with some YouTube sound. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Where does one go with this? Well, he did say he's accountable for his own actions, but yet he would not endanger him or anybody else getting behind the wheel. Oh, I'm gonna have to. Hey, I'm gonna have to pull that plug on that one. He got behind the wheel. He was swerving at eight o'clock in the morning. Not a good picture. Not a good picture at all. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Until the next show, please do not be a Johnny Damon. <laughs>